Hello, and welcome to Native Awakenings. Here at Native Awakenings, we believe that we are all Native inhabitants of the Earth. At least we all incarnated here together. And an awakening is an expansion of our awareness of the present moment. Oftentimes I can find myself ruminating and thinking of the future or the past, but I become more awakened, which is more aware, when I notice the present. It doesn't have to be an esoteric or mystical concept or a 1,000-step process. An awakening can happen right here, right now. And I'd like to believe that you are awakening as you listen to this, as you are expanding your perception and presence and noticing what's happening here and now. Speaking of here and now, we have a beautiful episode in store. This episode covers the emotional healing qualities. In our previous episodes, we've talked a lot about how to do healing, what to do, what to visualize, how to breathe, all the wonderful techniques that are really important to healing. But now that you know what to do, it's really important to manage how we feel as well. If you're a Reiki practitioner, Seiheiki is a symbol that we'll be using in this episode. And if you're not a Reiki practitioner, then great, because that means you get to create your own symbol, which is really powerful. When we have internal representations, internal beliefs, and we manifest that into an external symbol or sigil, it has a powerful effect. I often say that those who haven't undergone specific or rigorous energy healing training often have a step up above people that do. It's hard to appropriate a symbol into someone's beliefs and representations. For me, I didn't know many of the Japanese characters, so it's, I struggled a little bit to understand the meaning behind them. However, for you, if you're not a Reiki healer, great. You don't need to understand Japanese. You can create your own symbol. So I encourage you to pause here if you like and create a symbol that symbolizes mental and emotional healing. We're back. If you did pause, if you didn't, then that was a short little break. That was wonderful. <laughs> Anyways, how are we supposed to feel and how do we deal with our emotions when we're healing? This is a really great question, and which is why I wanted to cover it on this episode since now we know what to do. Feelings. How do we manage them? Are they necessary for healing? What am I supposed to be feeling? The visualization and the appropriation of energy when we are healing is really, really important. We want to feel a sensation of wholeness, of completeness, of love. As we hold that vibration here in the present moment, it guides our actions into behaviors that lead us towards the feeling that we're holding in our heart. If we feel a sensation of pressure to fix ourselves, anger at our flaws, depression that we're not there yet, that is also where our energy is going to go. So the feeling that you want to have is a peaceful, calm state, almost like you're about to go to sleep. We want this sensation so that we can be aware when we find blocks within ourselves. It's difficult to find a block when we're already exhibiting and producing an aura of anger, depression, 
upsetness and patience because we'll just blast right on through that block. But when we're peaceful, we'll be able to discern when we hit a snag in our own energetic field. We want our breathing to be nice and even. If that's three breaths in and three breaths out, that's perfect. It doesn't need to be something set in stone. But the quality that you come into the healing with should be something that is quite peaceful, like the embrace of a grandparent or the embrace of Mother Nature. That's an even better example. As we do this healing practice, we want to draw a sensation of acceptance. So what does acceptance feel like to you? When we deal with illnesses and troubles and tribulations, it can often be anger at them or disappointment that we're not there. And that's okay, but when we find a sensation of acceptance within our body, acceptance of exactly how we are, we're priming our body and our energy to begin accepting the sense of what we want to be and bringing it into this present moment. So love is the most powerful healing emotion in the planet, in my experience. That's what I'll just put there. And if you can love yourself as you heal yourself, love yourself for being where you are, love yourself for having this opportunity to resolve any blocks, any pain, any mental thoughts, that's a great start. So what do you want to feel when you're doing healing? You want to feel love, happiness, not determination, not solving, not fixing, simply love. And what does love feel like? Feels like acceptance, feels like welcoming, feels like pleasure, feels like joy. Love has many different skins or qualities to it. So find the one that fits you. Your language of love is going to be different than any other healer. So really own that, resonate with that. For you, it might be pleasure. It really might be physical sensations of revelry, ecstasy. Awesome. Honor that and accept that. There's nothing wrong with feeling a pleasure as we heal and as we come whole. doesn't make us deviants or wrong or that we're not doing it right. For another person, it may be joy or excitement. Maybe weird, yay, I get to help someone with cancer, awesome. It may sound weird, but that's okay because that healer heals through excitement, which is just another flavor of love. It may be warmth, an actual physical sensation that you feel of a warm energy surrounding your body, almost like a nice cozy hug. If you feel like cozy and warm when you heal, that's great. There's so many different qualities of love, and we don't have time to go over all of them today. But if you're listening to this podcast, it's a great opportunity for you to find what your healing love language is. This might be very different than the traditional love language. I want to give honor. I think the gentleman's name is Gary something. I honestly don't know who wrote the Love Languages book. But I respect that individual and they did a great job, but this is something a bit different. 
This is love, how it is expressed through healing, which again, some of these may be pleasure. Some of these may be joy, excitement, warmth. That is what you want to tune into. As you heal your mental and emotional state, find that sensation that energy speaks through you and allow yourself to feel it. If you keep it in the mental state of, oh, I've got to draw this, I've got to line their chakras first, then I got to do this, you will be a great healer, but you will be missing one of the key components of healing. However, if you allow yourself to feel pleasure as you align chakras, as you resolve blocks, as you do A, B, and C, then you will become one of the greatest healers in the world because you're allowing the healing sensation to actually speak and be felt rather than just channeled. We're pulling energy in from the universe, yes, but it has your signature when it flows to the person as you are an important part of the healing process. You are one, yes, but you are also a part of the all. And as you incarnate, your unique signature has a language that healing likes to speak to other people through. Hopefully you followed all of that. And let's get now into some actual applications of emotion. First, start with yourself. In our next episode, or maybe in two episodes from now, we'll really start talking about healing other people. I know I'm always excited to hear about that. But if you listen to the previous episodes in this one, you're going to be really great at healing yourself. And you should always be your first experiment because you really want to know how others are going to feel as you channel and heal them. If you're working with depression, really look at the etymology behind that word. Depress, to press upon. Emotional and mental healing is a lot about freedom, a lot about allowing yourself to feel as you feel. If sadness is pressed upon you, yet you suck it in or fight that, it can turn into a depression. It can turn into anxiety. If fear is pressed upon you, that in turns into anxiety. But what happens when something is not pressed? It's freed. It's unpressed, or I'm not sure what the word is. But I know that when you release the pressure from something, there is a freedom of it. So incorporating a sense of freedom for emotions like fear and depression is really, really helpful. And if you struggle with anxiety, depression, sadness, try noticing where you find freedom in your life and pull that feeling of freedom inside of the body. Allow for the healing sensation to be felt, whether that's pleasure, joy, warmth, whatever it feels like to you. And as you combine the thought of freedom and the feeling of love, however it's expressed through you, you become healed. If you're dealing with anger, if you're dealing with jealousy, those are very projective sorts of, of energetic qualities. So becoming receptive to the feeling of anger, allowing that, always give the emotions space. Always give them a job a purpose. That is one of the best ways to heal emotions. We often deny ourselves 
how and what to feel based off of the mental constructs within our consciousness. However, when you allow whatever you are feeling, even if it's just for a minute, we begin to find freedom of the binding qualities of that emotion. Our emotions are signs for us to feel something. They're little telltale signs that are just waiting to be heard. And as we often mishear them, they then turn into qualities and characteristics and states. So if you're in a state of anger, depression, sadness, fear, that's okay. There's no need to judge that. I encourage you instead to listen to it. And as you listen to it, bring in your language of love and see how that can begin healing the wounds, resolving the blocks, and moving into alignment. This episode's going a little longer than I planned, but that's the cornerstone of emotional and mental healing. Bring in a sense of freedom and let that freedom mingle in with your specific language of love and boom, there comes healing. There it is. Try it for anything. Thank you so much for listening. I really, really appreciate your time and your incredible healing abilities. If you're interested in Reiki, a wonderful symbol to accompany this episode is Seiheiki. If you're not, please do create your own symbol and experiment how healing feels to you. This is a really important episode. And when you discover how healing is expressed through you emotionally, you have become an adept, almost a great sage. Thank you so much. I appreciate and unconditionally love you. The spirit animating my body honors, values, appreciates, respects, and unconditionally loves the spirit animating your body. Aho matakuyasan. Om namah shivaya. Namaste. Ayali.